0: TK You should just stop podcasting right now And go out to YouTube Because you are looking a million dollar gift horse Right in the mouth Blowtorch mini melter Has to be the greatest YouTube channel I could possibly think of Go earn your millions Forget about us Go get your money Thread Raiders Hello Raiders
1: Thread Raiders Thread Raiders
2: Thread Raiders
1: Thread
0: Raiders Thread Raiders Thread Raiders.
2: Thread Raiders.
0: Thread
1: Raiders. Thread Raiders. Thread Raiders. Thread Raiders. Thread Raiders. Raiders.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, freaks and geeks, one and all, welcome to the Thread Raiders Podcast. What started as a small uprising on Twitter has turned into a movement to spread goodwill among all creators, with the occasional side quest for drumsticks and guitar strings. My name is Fenwall Griswick.
1: I am chaotic anarchy. And until uh, Pax, I am
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: minty tea cake.
3: <laughs> I could I wait. am uh, mint tea cake until
0: Pax.
1: Yeah. This Which is, we'll explain later why.
0: This is perfectly reasonable. <laughs> and today we have a special guest. Yay! Everyone, please say hello to I Samuel. I know who it is.
1: Hi, Sam. Hi
3: hello
1: thank you for i'm coming. waiting but you can't see it thanks aka
0: <laughs> sir sam's a lot that's me
1: the largest of hard hands right now
0: yes. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the show sir famous for uh being margraine silverbeard am i pronouncing that right yep that's me in the beholder's eye podcast
1: mm. tell us more about the podcast
0: it took me three days to learn that name. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it, it's, it's a very original name,
2: not uh, the first two things that I thought looked good at the back of the player's handbook. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm part of Beholder's Eye. It's a, a podcast that I started with um, my friend Alex, and we, we dragged some really cool people into it, and, and now it's kind of a thing. Um we're kind of we're an epic epic fantasy adventure is the way that Alex likes to put it. We kind of uh <laughs> Yeah, we 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 like to do a lot of cool things and, you know, try and try and keep the drama up. It's a little bit more sombre and kind of uh real than some other stuff out there. So if that's not your thing, you know. <laughs> but but we, we, we try and keep the the laughs coming at some bits and everything like that. Um have a lot of fun with it, so
1: yeah, everyone seems to have a great time.
2: Yeah, it's it's really fun. I I love it. Uh, I wasn't expecting to be as like into this whole thing as I was when mm-hmm. I started, but it's completely taken over my life. So.
1: And how long has it been going on now?
2: So we uh, launched our first episode in February, mm-hmm. um, and we we release every uh, Monday at 4 a.m. Pacific time. So Ooh. yeah, and we've we've gotten an episode up every week uh, between then and now. So. That's pretty cool.
0: It's for all those people heading up the Pacific Coast Highway on the way to work, they can tune in and get their their fresh beholderment.
2: Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Because I myself am on the road at four AM Pacific time, so I was like, that's
3: the time that I wanted out.
2: <laughs>
4: yep.
3: Like, look, I have to be able to listen to something good on my way to work. And most other podcasts come out on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Yep.
2: <laughs> yep. We we, we we slid right
3: into that nice Monday spot where where there's not many
2: people doing stuff. and uh, And then our friend Kim decided, I'm going to put my podcast at the same
3: time as you. So that's fun. <laughs> oh, that—that's is that how kim got on the show you're like look we can't have competition we, we can't
2: um, kim
1: was so excited about it i remember <laughs> oh my goodness i
2: i, I know uh, we were just like you know uh, she's got this thing going on what we need to do is we need to uh, embrace extend extinguish you know the microsoft philosophy. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs>
1: and you both were doing dungeons and dragons um for the extra life fundraiser as well. We
2: we were. That was a ton yes. of fun. I I enjoyed that so much. And and yes. and awesome job on everybody raising all that money. That was great.
1: Yay. And we're so glad you got to be a part of it. I know. I would never have met you had I not known. I
2: know. I, it's re- it's really nice. You guys have an awesome community that I wasn't super aware of beforehand, um but now like I I don't talk much, but I lurk a
0: whole ton.
1: Oh, that's okay. You can always lurk with us.
0: <laughs> now, let me ask we you, you this. Thuggers. Did you have to shave anything as a result of the Extra Life oh, podcast because that's no, the thing that comes up every a nil now and then. Situation. I'm just checking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just checking. Uh, not that there's anything wrong with that. No, no, nothing
2: I wasn't planning on already, so. All
0: right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> For those who don't know, Heavy Metal Jesus um donated basically his beard to the cause. That's if amazing. we raised 3000 uh, dollars for Extra Life. He would shave it all off, and he had an incredible beard. Yeah, it was very sad and exciting all at the same. That's time.
2: awesome. You know, we got we got yeah. to yeah. sacrifice uh, things for the kids.
1: Yes, it's for our donations
3: kids. jumped like crazy when he said that too. Yep. Yes.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> it was like we, I think we accomplished it within like three hours. It was like one tweet went out and then we were like done. Yep. And he was one like, th- "I th- didn't think you guys were gonna do it." And I was like, "Neither <laughs> do we." <laughs> I,
2: I know it's it's really impressive. You guys did an awesome
0: job. There's nothing like uh, spite donations.
3: Oh, <laughs> of course. <laughs> know, we made the we made the tweet. We retweeted it on Thread Raiders. Then Extra Life retweeted it. And once Extra Life did that, they so were watching when he said it on stream. No question.
2: <laughs> I, I, I know we were like, we were streaming, and then somebody from Extra Life popped into the chat. And I was like, "Oh my goodness, they're watching us!" Um, <laughs> this is this is more exposure Kim than
1: was I was nervous. I was like, "Oh."
2: <laughs> yeah, it was it was awesome though. Um, yeah, yeah it, it, great cause and and good job on everybody.
1: So, how long have you been playing Dungeons and Dragons?
2: Probably less than most people. Only about two years now.
1: Oh, it's the same for me too. Yeah,
2: um, I I kind of got into it. There was that big spike about two years ago where it just suddenly mm-hmm. became like super approachable, and mm-hmm. I hopped on uh, Roll Twenty. And I was like, "Get me, get me some some Dungeons and Dragons in my life," because I live in like <laughs> the middle of nowhere. So I had been trying forever to to form a group and get people together. And I was like, "I really want to play this thing," and it wasn't working out. And I I dropped dropped on to Roll20, and I found just some kind of random game looking for people. And I lucked out, and, like, three of the people that were in that first game are, like, my friends to this day. And actually, both of them, um, Alex and Ryan on the Beholder's Eye podcast are the ones Mm -hmm. doing it with me because they're, yeah, it's really cool. It's awesome how D&D brings people together.
1: It does and our community is amazing for that.
2: Cuz that's the hardest thing is finding finding people to play with and and things yeah. like you guys being out there with Thread Raiders and there being a huge community of people just with their arms open ready to take you in that's great.
3: <laughs> yeah. yeah it, that's what I like about the D&D community. Although when I hear people like I haven't been playing as long as everybody else, I feel old cuz I've been playing for 26 years. Like I've been playing for 2, 5 it's like I'm old. Yeah, yeah, I know. Um, so,
2: so when I I dropped into that that kind of uh roll twenty game, the the dungeon master I was playing with, he had been playing since second edition launched, and I was like, oh my goodness, I know nothing about this game compared to you, and it, it was it was awesome. Um, it was really
3: cool. <laughs> the best thing I ever heard is actually what Chris Perkins tweeted one day said, no matter how much you know about D and D. There's still more to learn. There, there is. <laughs> right. There is.
2: And more created oh,
3: every day.
1: Mm-hmm. Now, did you start with the fifth edition?
2: I did start with fifth edition. Um, that Because that was what was on the shelf at uh, Barnes & Noble when I went in there. Mm-hmm. So... <laughs> Yeah, I was like, I need a book, and and this is where I buy books, and they had, <laughs> and and they had uh, two books on the shelf. They had um, a fourth edition book and a fifth edition book, and I'm like, okay, what well, what am I gonna play? And I'm like, I'll just buy both of them and then read both of them, and somebody will play with me, hopefully. <laughs> uh, and and. and Uh, you know, it it worked out that fifth edition was kind of what, what drew me in and everybody Mm -hmm. ended up picking up.
0: The Barnes and Noble tabletop gaming section is one of the most dangerous places on the planet. You could starve to death Mm -hmm. standing in front of those books.
1: Many hours being there. Mm -hmm. I've been
3: late back from my lunch at work because of that gaming section. (laughs) I leave my wallet in my desk. Yeah.
2: I was, I was standing there. I was looking and there's, there's all these books there and I'm like, Oh, okay. Uh, this one and this one because I know what Dungeons and Dragons is. So, <laughs> yeah. Man, brand recognition, man. It goes a long way. It, it, it really does. It's a, uh, But it's it's awesome that it's really taken off and so many people are, are into it right now.
1: And I feel like 5th edition is a really good edition to get started in. Oh,
2: yeah. It's just so awesome because like in the last two years, I've spread out into reading literally everything I possibly can for mm-hmm. tabletop RPGs. Like, I a, a new book comes out for something. I have it. I'm reading it. Uh, nice. You know, <laughs> I, I've got PDFs for basically like everything that's ever been released at this point that I can get my hands on, and mm. a, and the approachability of fifth edition is just amazing.
1: Um, I just picture the other side of Sam's computer. The whole wall's just books. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I'm currently like
2: right behind my computer. So I've got my two monitors, and then above that is a big bookshelf just covered yes. in
3: RPG books. <laughs>
1: This is great.
3: Well, I hope you know now Sam, we're best friends because
1: yes, that was my first we're apartment in. surprise. <laughs> Actually, you're best friends
0: because TK's wife keeps throwing out his shit, so he needs a place to store it to keep it from ending up on a garbage <laughs>
2: well well well, you've got to be careful because I also have a wife who is looking
3: at my growing collection of things and going, "Uh-uh. No." Um, <laughs> see? No. That's why I now have everything digital, because when we moved into our house, I well, my dad is now still bugging me to get my books out of his attic. Yeah. I only have, like, 20 Tupperware, those giant Tupperware locking lid things. Oh, yeah. Full of books.
2: Yeah, I, I only yeah. approached my wife last week and went, hey, I need to uh, put up another shelf. Um,
0: is, is this <laughs>
2: empty, empty space okay?
0: Um, so, yeah. <laughs> That's why it is imperative that this be included in the marriage vows at the altar so that there's no misunderstandings going into the marriage in the first place.
2: <laughs> it, 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 it's true. In my case, though, the marriage came about a month before the Dungeons and Dragons, so I, cu- I, couldn't, I couldn't weasel it in there.
0: You couldn't um, have foreseen this coming? <laughs> yeah,
2: but when we do our r- vow renewal in like a year or two, it's going to be right in there, you know, so it's legally yep. binding. Just, just slip it in there. And make it sound pretty so don't notice. Exactly. That it's there. Exactly. Just kind of surround it in flowery words and lawyer speak so nobody <laughs> knows actually what's going
3: on. And exactly. And they're gonna have a bunch of, you know, lawyers they're here like, wait a minute. Yep. Yeah. I burper those words. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's and, from the third edition lawyers handbook.
0: <laughs> and cherish and and I need a shelf for my place and all my books and, and love. <laughs> and <laughs> Exactly. (laughs) All right, sir, Sam's a lot. I have a question. Yep. Uh, Why is your Twitter feed covered in vermin? (laughs) Uh, You have no less than 17 retweets from a group called Rats Make Me Happy, including one of a rat named Rat Brandt, who apparently paints with his paws.
2: I know. It's amazing. That's so cute. Really? It's specifically because Rats Make Me Happy um, there's a pill so for that. Cute. Yeah, I'll, I'll, off, off, to my, <laughs> off to my left, I have currently a a huge uh, what, six foot by four foot by five foot cage with about ten rats in it. So Aww. yeah, they're they're my pets and they're adorable.
1: I want names.
2: Uh, they're I I can I can list them and it would only increase yes. my nerd cred. Uh, oh that's why i want to hear it go it's for it be we'll be, be the good. judge you of that. Gandalf, Rat, so you? i've got i've be. got data and tuvok and Jordi. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yay! yeah i have uh kakashi and shikamaru from from naruto um let's see what else i have i have now rats make me happy yeah i know <laughs> um, i've got q and i've got teal and I've got Hammond, oh. as in general Hammond, from Stargate, of oh. course. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, let's see, I'm, I'm looking to go through all of them, because there's a considerable amount.
0: The problem is they keep moving around. <laughs> that they, they, they do. They do. You have to train them to stand at attention. Oh, they're, they're
2: great at that. You, uh, you, you get the plastic bag that holds their treats, and then immediately you have a bunch of rats at the front of the cage moving not at all and just sitting there waiting for you um it's great the
0: next time you're at barnes and noble and you're at the tabletop gaming section i want you to look up mouse guard okay i will i will indeed that's a real thing and that joke's hysterically funny to hell with all of you for not <laughs> laughing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just thinking about how cute this is in my mind. <laughs>
3: I am looking through rats make me happy and it's just so fucking adorable. it, it,
1: it is. Like, now, like, like it makes like, me happy. I don't know a lot about rats, but like for hamsters, there's different types of hamsters. Are there different types of so, rats? So
2: so in general, when you're talking about rats, at least domestic, they're they're mm-hmm. they're referred to as fancy rats. So basically not oh. wild. So fox. Um, and then with it they've got a bunch of different like colorations and stuff that that Mm -hmm. they all have names for and that I can't keep up with because they come up with new names every day and then they've got (laughs) two different types of like ears they've got top eared and they have dumbos which have like big round like dumbo ears yeah it's it's adorable Um, that's
1: so cute I know
2: I know and they're great pets you can teach them to use litter boxes and everything so
1: (gasps) really
2: yeah yeah um mine like you know every day they get to they get to free roam for (laughs) about an hour or two so you open up the cage and they all scurry out and they go create mischief everywhere Um, (laughs) and and you don't find poop everywhere because they go back to their litter box
1: do you have pictures of them online somewhere
2: um my wife has a considerable amount of pictures um,
1: oh, I was gonna say because, like, on your feed, I never see that. I, I know,
2: I know. Um, I'm I'm real bad at social media. Um, <laughs> I, I check into Twitter like twice a week, and just <laughs> like the first five things that catch my eye, I retweet. Um, and, and usually, because of the amount of people I'm following, because of rats, it's usually only rats. <laughs> <laughs> um or 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 specifically something cuz I've popped on Twitter cuz Kim's gone, "Hey, I I need you to retweet this thing for this other person because it's important." So I'm like, "Okay, uh, I'll, I'll log on." <laughs> but, yeah. Um I have oh. pictures, but uh not that I've put anywhere public at least.
0: I cannot <laughs> believe fan. how fantastically this segues into our the next part of this interview. Excellent. Uh your Twitter feed says <laughs> All around dork. Yeah. Are you standing by those words?
2: I, I will I will stand by those words.
0: Well then you know what that means. Now is the time for our favorite segment within a segment. Oh really? Where we ask our guests a series <laughs> of five questions about Dorkdom to Do prove really? that they are who they say they are. Oh amazing.
1: <laughs> no pressure, anything. Yeah, I'm, I'm not surprised.
0: Today's surprise oh to really segment myself. will be entirely about the rodents known as rats.
1: Ooh. Ooh.
0: Are you ready, sir? Yeah, I'm ready. And here Mm -hmm. we go. Question number one true or false? A group of rats is referred to as a mischief. Oh, that's true completely. That is true, as you can uh, (laughs) confirm with the writers of rodent based poetry anywhere in the world. Yep.
1: Nailed it.
0: Question number two rats belong to the kingdom Animalia, the phylum Chordata, and the class Mammalia just like you and me, but what is their order? Is it A, Piclopses, B, Ornithopses, <laughs> C, Picloxa Ornithopses, or D, Rodentia? Ooh, that would be D, Rodentia, I'm thinking. And you are correct. Okay. Oh, <laughs> Nice. We're doing well.
1: Living up to it. Mm-hmm.
0: Question number three, within the genus Rattus is a creature known taxonomically as Rattus Rattus. It is well established that we love reflexive taxonomical names on this podcast, also known as tautonyms. See episode 19 for Buffalo Buffalo or episode 42 for Ejaculus Ejaculus, the lesser Egyptian Jerboa. What is happening? Grizz the time traveler. Which of these is the common name for Rattus Rattus? Is it A, the black rat, B, the ship rat, C, the roof rat, or D, the house rat?
2: Oh goodness. Um, okay,
0: let's see. <laughs> K is not an answer. It's I, I, either A, yeah. B, C, or D.
2: Um, <laughs> yeah, that's that's. Uh, I have absolutely no clue, and I'm refusing to Google this. Hmm. I will go with Shiprat. I don't know why.
0: Uh, why is because it's the correct answer. Okay. <laughs> well done. Yes. Excellent. However, none of those questions count because this one is the only one that matters. (laughs) Okay. Question number one. Pixar released a movie in 2007 in which the lead character, Remy the Rat, manipulates his new friend Linguini the human like a puppet by literally pulling on his hair in order to make confit bialdi, a variation on the titular soup, the production of which the entire plot of the movie revolves. What is the name of that 2007 animated Pixar movie?
2: Oh, Ratatouille!
0: Correct. Yeah. French cuisine.
2: One of my other uh, knowledge points.
0: <laughs> I dub thee, Sir Sansa dork. Hey. I, I, I will
2: accept that. That is. That is. That is good with me. Welcome to the club. Oh, mm-hmm. thank you. Thank you. Um, is there membership cards on the way, or like a T-shirt, or some sort of special tattoo, or? <laughs>
0: You will receive a bowl of our special Ratatouille. Ooh. It will be in the mail in the next five to 20 weeks.
1: It doesn't sound good.
0: Uh, Yeah. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. I'm sure there's zucchini in it.
1: But now I feel like I should get like a little rat house or something with a Thread Raiders logo on it and send it (laughs) as a thank you. Amazing. (laughs) I had no idea. I'm a huge fan of hamsters. Okay. I even have my own little hamster baby. Awesome. Such a sweetie. Yeah. I love them so much. I know.
2: I I, I, I like rodents in general.
1: Yeah. They make good pets. Oh. Mm. But mine doesn't pee in a box. Yeah. So poop in a box. Yeah.
0: Her name is Queen yeah. Kersniffle Poople and No. <laughs> <you're-> <laughs> <laughs> we, we had a we had one of those polls online where you could select a name and it I was a, it was an even split straight down twenty five percent twenty five percent twenty five percent twenty five percent
1: Princess Persephone Croft Kerfuffle yeah. was the whole uh-huh. name yes nice but they come from different areas it wasn't just Twitter okay there's okay. lots of different there's more vowels names.
0: in that name than you would expect from an American
1: <laughs> <laughs> it does take some thought to say the whole name. <laughs> It does. Well, with
0: that, let me just wrap up this interview by saying, uh, first of all, I am a huge proponent of opening up the D&D book and dropping a pen into a random page in order to name your character. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that is how I came up with Warlock Codpiece, uh, one of my <laughs> longest standing characters. Amazing. And also, uh, for those of you who are interested, and I know that this is a long shot, but if you're willing to donate to my PayPal account to the tune of $10,000, I will fly slash drive slash Ford Fjords uh, to shave some part of Nils in Norway. Alright? I will make this happen. <laughs> uh, details on my on my Twitter account.
3: But I just want to know what part of Nils. I mean...
0: Whatever's left. Apparently he's down to just uh, nubbins. <laughs>
2: You're gonna go shave Mills and Got
0: it.
3: Like a sheep, baby. Oh no. <laughs> no, Mills, uh if you see Griswicks, just you know, back away slowly. Got it. We
1: don't know what's happening. Okay. <laughs> this is this is very new. Just know we love you. It's promo
0: time. Greetings, fellow adventurers. Fenwald Griswick here. Dice are like people. When they first arrive at your house, you're thrilled to see them and they cooperate with your plans for world domination. But then after about five hours or so, you develop a mutual hatred and they deliberately screw with your stuff out of spite. Are you tired of rolling a 1 when you really needed a 12 or higher? Do your acrobatics checks look more like grasping vines? Have you been killed while casting animal friendship? Scientifically speaking, your dice probably aren't cursed. But why take the chance? Our presenting sponsor this week is Tabletop Loot. Tabletop Loot has a wide variety of gaming accessories, such as complete sets of dice, tote bags, t-shirts, rolling towers, and much more. They even have those pads of paper you use to write down the list of things you need to buy from the grocery store. Whether it's ending the terrible reign of an undead dragon or simply trying to climb out of a hole formerly lived in by a gelatinous cube. Don't settle for substandard tools. Visit tabletoploot.com right now to see all of their amazing wares. And when you find something you like, use the code Raiders at checkout to get an even bigger discount. After all, what's the point in publicly admitting you know us if you're not going to get a little cash out of the deal? Tabletop loot, loot for every table. And now, back to our show. (laughs) All right, TK. What the fuck is a mint tea cake?
1: Yes! What, what kind of life are you mint living, tea man? Tea cake. <laughs> no, so I was talking to Daquan. Now, one of the things you have to remember when you are texting or messaging Daquan is that whatever comes back is going to be completely wrong <laughs> every single time. He loves to voice to text all the time Ah. and it never comes out how it's supposed to so he he asked me a question about TK but instead of it coming out TK it came out minty tea cake
2: (laughs) my favorite type of tea cake after cherry yes
1: and now he is my little minty tea cake forever it's so cute and I couldn't believe it I was like what did you just call and I had no idea and I was like minty tea cake like what does that mean (laughs) I'm trying to put it in the sentence like I always do Put my decoder ring on to find out what the extra <laughs> say today. <laughs> and he's like, tea can. I was like, what? <laughs> I got to tell you,
0: pour some booze over the top and you're not too far oh, away. That's right.
1: fabulous.
3: Uh, I- I'm going to say I did make a minty tea cake once uh, many <laughs> moons ago. It tasted like fucking toothpaste. It does. Oh, it does. And. am um, sure. I'm not I a minty try, person. I tried giving it to some animals outside, and we had a few foxes and a possum who lived in my backyard in my shed. <laughs> oh. They wouldn't touch it.
1: Uh-huh. Oh, jeez. Well, I'm very
3: glad like, to hear that this
0: does not violate the Thread Raiders podcast code of conduct.
3: <laughs> but we have one
4: of those? Uh, <laughs> yes. That thing you signed when we said, hey, we be do. on our show every week. Do Remember no evil. when we, you know, I don't know. Blood oh,
3: that with thing each about, other. That, that thing about, uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> the thing about selling my soul, but then I told you I couldn't because you know I'm technically was already uh, sold. Uh, yeah, yeah. I sold it a while ago. You're like, you, you
2: that said, one okay, time well, with an eel. You can yeah, sublease a soul out. It's fine. <laughs> oh see Sam knows. Yeah, you just you just compartmentalize that, you know. You he, just He you. donated
0: it to Extra Life,
2: that's what it was.
1: <laughs> uh. <laughs> for the kids. It's for the kids. For the kids. I'll give my yeah. soul
2: to the kids.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Worth it.
3: Be Worth careful,
2: it. we'll hold you to that.
0: That that that's yes. okay.
3: Next year Next year, I'm going to be like, all right, so what do I got to donate to get Sam's soul?
0: <laughs> TK, that now leaves you 10 minutes or so to tell me about a game.
3: Hey, uh, the game is one that to keep bridging the gap between tabletop RPGs and video game players. The Witcher RPG. Oh, Ooh, oh a good one.
1: yes. I stood in line for an hour for this.
3: I played a one shot of it over the weekend with a few friends. Jealous. It plays really well. I will say that getting the characters made. I'm thankful I made characters for them. It takes forever.
1: All right. So the most important thing, because Savick told me this was exactly like the video game, uh-huh. which why they want to play this. Okay. I want to know how it's exactly like the video game.
0: Yes. How much nudity? Uh,
1: yeah. No, no <laughs> that's not what I want to know. <laughs> like what the, makes it a video game feel to it?
3: A lot of the character creation has that, you know, every choice you make affects everything. Ooh. Like let's say, uh, Ca wants to pick this lock, but fails horribly because oh. you rolled a one. That makes that's,
1: that's and then me
3: Totally, you rolled two more ones.
1: Oh no, that's me.
3: <laughs> so <your> statistical <laughs> that's, anomaly time. That's well, my life. I
1: haven't now
3: uh, these three ones, you only break your lock. You break your lock picks, and you alert the guard. Oh. When the guard comes up; he's going to arrest you. You have to do a opposing save, so you can try talking your way out of it. You fail that, the guard says, "Okay, you're going to jail." You take penalties in jail. Ooh. Ooh. Interesting. Then let's say your party says, oh, we don't want to get you out. You get to make a new character. Oh, no. Ooh. And you have to somehow make your character fit into the narrative that's going on. (laughs) Amazing.
0: Now, what happens if everybody goes to jail? Is that a TPJ? total party
3: jail. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, at that point uh at that point I have a feeling it's going to happen cuz I eventually want to stream this as a one shot. Oh, I'm going to make sure that happens like that we're going now calling this the uh the Griswicks rule because it i not <laughs> actually say what happens if everybody goes to jail. I just say, there right, everybody pull out new characters. TK's TPJ. That that's amazing. <laughs> I I
0: it's love TPJ that.
3: Theater. Tune in Fridays at 3.
1: <laughs> now, Sam, do you play Witcher at all? I I
2: do play Witcher the games.
1: I've never played. Tell us a little more about it.
2: Um. Well, they're they're really cool kind of fantasy video games. I I don't know. I like to kill monsters, so that's fun. Mm. Um.
1: I saw that there's a lot of killing. In
2: th- it. there is. There's also oh, yeah. a substantial mm-hmm. amount of nudity, which is um. Oh. Yeah. Also, also my speed. That makes so, sense with the joke.
3: Yeah. I didn't get it before. <laughs> it's it's a fun <laughs> game know. though. Witcher Three will take you. Around 400 hours to beat 200%. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. And that's without the DLCs.
2: That's just the base game. Yeah. It's it's one of those games that kind of like, almost like Skyrim, that you just open it up and you can waste a couple of hours and not complete mm. anything. You know? It's great.
1: Oh, nice. Yeah. It's like I'm doing now at Fallout. Exactly.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> hours just gathering trash.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yes. Cool. I'll have to check it out. Yeah. It's,
2: it's a fun game. I would definitely recommend it. Uh, especially with like steam winter sales and stuff coming up it's a good time
1: yeah there's actually one coming up for thanksgiving yep
0: yeah, yeah that's you're killing these segues man so it turns out that steam is having an autumn sale and there are massive discounts on tons of games so for those of you who are interested in uh, video gaming uh, you should check that out amazing and I, I won't read the list like I did last time because that was super boring 10 minutes of me just naming games. <laughs> Are
2: you sure? I can bring up the list. It's probably only like 5,000
3: titles. So <laughs> the important thing people need to know is during the sale, you I mean, should if definitely we pick we up. we start
1: now, we could probably get through all of them by Friday. My wish
0: list <laughs> is so massive and it betrays the fact that I am so cheap. And this is my opportunity. This is my moment. It it,
2: it's it is. I refuse to buy games unless they're on some sort of Steam sale.
1: Because I feel like every time I buy a game when it's not on sale, it becomes on sale next week.
2: <laughs> it yeah. it, it does. Time. Or or you buy it on yeah. sale and then there's a better sale
3: next week. And it's right. like, you bought
2: this for $10. Yeah, and now it's on 2 like
1: the consoles. Yeah.
3: I point out uh, Dead by Daylight. I got it on sale for the PS4 very next week. Hey, guys, by the way, this is randomly free. Yeah. <laughs> You're like... Really? I just freaking spent twenty dollars on yeah, this. Yeah, I, I did the same thing <laughs> on
2: the PS four with uh Destiny two because I was like this yeah. is finally cheap enough that I, I won't mm-hmm. mind wasting my life and then the next week they were I like did. free
1: now. I'm like Yes, cool. I did the same exact yeah. thing. Yeah, I was like, Okay oh, cool. I purchased original Sam yeah. next week free. Yeah, damn
0: So I am gonna point out one game. Uh Sid Meyer Civilization six is seventy percent off yep. from fifty nine ninety nine down to seventeen bucks that yep. is an incredible sale. And and a
2: good game that, that you can is. play on anything.
0: Yeah. They have a new expansion coming out, so uh they're trying to beef up the number of people who are playing the game so that, you know, they can sell the DLC. Yep. Yeah.
3: Also, you know, it's actually a fun game.
0: <laughs> if you think the tabletop section at Barnes & Noble is addictive, civilization <laughs> will end <laughs> your life.
1: This part of time.
0: Sir Sam's a lot. Could you okay. e- help us out with our a uh, theme song? Uh I I can, yeah.
1: It's community update. Yes,
0: it sounds just like that. Yes. Okay. It's It's community community update. update.
1: Yes.
0: Uh. Well done. (laughs) Record it.
1: Amazing. (laughs) We're going to put them all together. (laughs) Yes. Awesome. Thank you. No
0: problem. All right, CA, what's happening out on Twitter?
1: Today, we're going to talk about Michael Mordor. Yes. Such an (laughs) awesome guy. Goblins underscore Mordor if you want to find them on Twitter. That's
2: an awesome handle.
1: Yes. And it's an awesome page. I highly recommend going there to check it out. Michael has been painting miniatures for about 30 years. And uh, they are actually sponsored by Hero Forge, Reaper Minis, and Mantic Games. Uh, If you check out their Patreon, uh, they have all kinds of giveaways um, from Reaper Miniatures, um, if you are part of uh, one of their patron tiers. Um, They also have uh, different challenges and contests on there. Uh, It's actually a lot of fun. One of them I like to point out, anybody can do... If you're brand new to painting or uh, you're basically like an amateur painter of some kind, it's not for professionals. Um, But this contest is held every month and all you have to do is paint a miniature from either Reaper Minis or Mantra Games. And then you post it on Twitter, uh, basically listing the month Um, that it's going to be, so if it's the December month that you're going for. um, And you also, there's like a theme usually, um, maybe like the best monster um, or the best hero. Uh, So each month you get to see all of these different miniatures that people post from all over the world. Um, I know Michael is from Scotland um, and he's got just such incredible things that go on. And if you win, you can win all kinds of miniatures for this too. Uh, There's a first and second place uh, so I would definitely take a look at that. And they have their own website, um, the Goblins of Mordor. And you can see some amazing images of incredible stuff. I mean, he has both small and large creatures that they paint. Uh, they also have plastic and metal. They do base paintings. And if you become a Patreon, it, what you can do is he actually teaches classes to help you with your painting. Um, even like how to work with clay um, there's painting tutorials. There's like a private YouTube channel that you get access to. Um, and he's also amazing in our community. I think a lot of people are familiar with Michael and they've always been very supportive of everything I do and other people in the community. So I figured I'd give him a shout out. That's great. Oh
2: my, That's awesome. Yeah.
1: He is a
3: truly awesome dude. I know.
1: I'm very totally nice. not a Patreon yes. now. yes and we'll post the links so that everyone can click on it below this episode too
2: yeah this just feeds into another one of my recent obsessions which
0: is mini painting so
1: Mm -hmm. i'm not very good at it i try but i'm not very good at it at all
0: (laughs) do you find it calming or rage inducing uh calming
1: uh rage inducing because i'm i'm a perfectionist so if it doesn't look like how i wanted to it becomes a problem but I'm i didn't melting. take any classes
3: i took a blowtorch to many mini once because i i had it made <laughs> oh, for geez. um a po- another podcast i'm a huge fan of one of the first podcasts i ever started listening to and when i got it painted and everything the paint didn't set properly and started to droop oh so i was like screw it i got up my acetylene torch lit it and took it on the back porch and melted it it's like i got a piece of slag now (laughs) amazing
1: i feel like mine just looks like gloopy blobs they don't they don't look like people they don't look like animals it's very sad but i try so hard and like i like tedious things so i'm surprised i don't really like this
3: you're friends with me so
1: (laughs) (laughs) and what also sucks is that Um, Warhammer in this area, you have to have your figurines painted before they will play with you. It's like a rule here. Yeah. And I get it, and it adds to the theme of everything, but I just really suck at it. Yeah, I totally
2: did not start playing Warhammer back in May and now have like hundreds of plastic things that I had to paint Mm -hmm. and, yeah.
1: And they have tiny pieces and you can customize them. All of that is good, but when it comes to the painting, nothing, I'm so bad at it.
2: (laughs) Yeah, it's it's not for everyone. Um,
0: TK... You should just stop podcasting right now and go out to YouTube because you are looking a million-dollar gift horse right in the mouth. (laughs) Blowtorch Mini Melter has to be the greatest YouTube channel I could possibly (laughs) think of. Go earn your millions. Forget about us. Go get your money. Get paid.
3: Look, look, I painted this great mini. This is an acetylene torch that'll melt through a piece of two-and-a-half-inch
0: steel. This is goddamn brilliant. Just set up a camera, put a mini in front of it, melt the fuck out of it. Exactly. Turn it into a puddle. Exactly. And like,
2: scour eBay like for, like, the-
3: rare minis so that you can paint them and then melt
2: <laughs> those just for you the shot. You know what factor. happened?
3: Uh, people would find, hunt me down and murder me at PAX next year for that. <laughs> You guys would you see a lynch mob waiting for me outside packs. Amazing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I want you to, here's work? what you do record it melting and then reverse it so that you go total Terminator with it.
3: <laughs> oh. like, I melted this mini and reformed it with the power of time magic.
0: That's right. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> I'm telling you, you'll know, you can, you give me 5%. I'm in.
4: <laughs>
0: I'll hold the torch.
3: <laughs> like I didn't melt it it's okay Grizz melted it I just put it there while he had a blowtorch held it at a 48 degree angle I didn't know what he was going to do to it <laughs> no that's not my voice saying no a little to the left <laughs>
0: <laughs> alright folks it's tea time, Yay, tea time,
1: tea time. Are ready? oh
0: my goodness I'm not ready
1: <laughs> the moment is here no. Kim is out there, super excited right now. Oh goodness. I'm gonna message her now and let her know it's happening. This is
0: this like, is when I ruin everybody's Kim, opinion. Listen right now. Kim, this thing that you can't hear, it's happening.
1: It's happening. Whatever
0: you're doing, I'm stop just gonna stop put it and listen.
1: I'm just gonna put it's happening and not explain anything. <laughs> <laughs> until, until she hears this podcast.
0: This is where we ruin Kim's Black Friday. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to read you a series of facts from the underside of an unnamed uh, T-brand cap, uh, and you will tell me whether they are true, false, or huh. Okay.
1: Yes. (laughs) For every right answer, 1,000 rats.
0: That scene in Ratatouille where they're all standing around the well looking at him float (laughs) away, it's that for each correct answer. Multiply that by that. Okay. All right. Snapcap fact number 1274. Kickball is referred to as soccer baseball in some parts of Canada.
2: Oh, God.
1: That seems I want to say true <laughs>
2: because Canada's weird. Canada is oh, weird. They have milk baseball? in bags and
1: stuff sometimes. So They have milk in bags? Yeah. They have milk in bags?
2: They, they do. <laughs> they do. Some parts of Canada no. drink their milk out of a bag instead of a carton.
0: It's for that real utter feeling.
2: It really is. Gonna, you just
3: because I because I know Curtis and he's Canadian. I'm gonna say true. Yeah,
2: and like I, because you know everybody I know from Canada is just super weird. They're great, but they're super weird. So, <laughs> um, we're, we're we're gonna say true because it just like pure just lunacy.
1: I've never heard anybody say soccer, baseball. I, I've heard
2: somebody call American football football, which is equally as absurd.
1: And there's some places don't they call like football, soccer instead? Yes,
2: yes, because that's that's what you know.
1: Sam's here, and I trust Sam, so I'll go with true.
0: And the answer is true. Wow! Yes, yeah,
1: Sam. Mm-hmm. Yay! Oh, the all knowledgeable Sam.
0: Oh, and if you think about it, isn't that actually a better name? I mean, only Sam? only yes. six. Per- <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> well done. Said it only six percent of kickball is actually kicking. And yep. only 2% of football actually involves the ball touching the foot. So maybe it's us. Yeah, maybe.
3: <laughs> maybe. Now we're Americans. Be it's the rest of the world.
0: <laughs> Fun fact, there are 37 cities in the United States named Washington, which collectively have produced 507 sports teams in either the NCAA or the pros that start with the word Washington, including eight current pro teams the wizards, the redskins, the capitals, the federals, the mystics, the valor, the castles and the renegades. oh god, my kryptonite sports. um like no no, professional... this was the fun fact, not a not a not a cap. okay. <laughs> okay.
1: is there like professional kickball players?
0: possibly. Probably in canada where they're yeah, called where professional, they're professional soccer
3: under. baseball players. <laughs> They're professional dodgeball players, so I don't see why not.
2: There's professional anything player.
1: Yeah, that's true. Uh, We're professionals. We play D D. Boom. Yeah.
2: You you make money and you do a thing professional.
1: Yeah, see? There you go. There
0: you go. Snapcap fact number two forty three. If you put all the streets in New York City in a straight line, they would stretch to Japan. Okay.
2: How far away? It stretches Japan from where? New York City. What's the distance from Japan to New York
0: City? Uh, six thousand seven hundred forty-one miles, or ten thousand <laughs> eight hundred fifty kilometers. If you're Nils. Okay.
1: So Nils will appreciate that.
2: I have absolutely no clue. I will say that because that seems like a really doable number. Then yes.
1: I think it's true. Yeah.
2: It seems like a viable
0: number.
1: I want to say false.
0: All right. And the answer is false. Wow. The total length of the streets in New York City, 6,074 miles or 9,775 kilometers. Uh, And, of course, uh, that does not uh, reach to Tokyo, which is 6,741 miles away, uh, a miss of about 600 plus miles.
3: So it gets you in the, the middle of the ocean. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well... It's funny that you say that, because Japan owns a tiny atoll in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. It's called Minami Torishima, uh, or Marcus Island, if you're American. Um, And that island is actually very far from Japan and heading eastward. So I actually calculated out the distance between New York City and Minami Torishima. And it turns out that it's actually farther away uh, than to Tokyo. 6,990 miles, or 11,250 kilometers. Interesting.
2: Yes. I watched literally an hour documentary on that island last night.
0: Um, oh. Yeah. Nifty. Insanity.
4: Hmm. Uh,
0: and for those of you who are wondering where uh, those roads actually would stretch to, they would stretch from New York City to Baghdad. Oh. Hmm. 9,643 kilometers.
3: Interesting. Hmm. Mm-hmm. That was for you, Nels. In the, in the ballpark. Though. <laughs> that's pretty good.
0: Fun fact: the distance from L.A. to Hawaii is the exact same distance from L.A. to Rhode Island. That's about right. It's the same brain same brain plane. Yeah, ride. I think that's true. No, yeah, it's
1: exactly I mean. right. I yeah, measured it no. personally. <laughs> yeah,
2: that's pretty yeah, cool. I knew the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> then again, I don't fly from L.A. to Rhode Island often,
0: so. Snapcap fact number one one three three. Only 12 U.S. presidents have been elected to office for two terms and served those two terms.
1: I'm pretty sure that you asked this question, and I don't remember the answer. I
0: oh,
2: goodness. I can true.
0: confirm that I have never asked this question. One two time. Okay. Hmm. I'm thinking through ones that have completed
2: two terms. Like like two terms to their fullest, right? So like eight years total? Correct. A bunch of them have died.
1: <laughs> Eight, <laughs> to
2: be exact. Yeah.
1: Cool.
2: Um, let's see.
1: This is like ever?
2: Uh, correct. Well, there haven't been many U.S. presidents in general. What? 45. Has it always yeah.
1: been two terms that you could do it or back in the past? No. Um,
2: actually, they instituted the two terms because basically we'd, we would have elected Roosevelt for the rest of his life. Uh, that they are. so so they went yeah just just so that we don't have this man for the rest of our life it has to be two terms
3: oh uh, he actually in, in he did that himself you're like no um yeah the, even after he made that a law yeah they wanted to elect him again but he did not survive to be elected again like wait yeah what's wrong with you people yeah
1: yeah
3: <laughs> not a ton of actually served
2: two terms so yeah that yeah. sounds true A lot of them, especially the early ones, only got one term in,
3: a piece. I'm going to go with false. All right.
1: Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah.
3: TK, what you thinking? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm thinking of all the presidents who served two terms, who's died in office, who got assassinated. I'm going to stick with true because it it sounds right.
0: All right. And the answer is false.
1: Huh. (laughs) Yes.
0: So it turns out that this cap was printed before the end of Obama's second term. Oh, and so uh, not including FDR, who apparently was omitted from the original cap uh, because he served more than two terms, I think is why they uh, didn't bother counting him. Uh, it would actually be 13 if you include Obama. Interesting.
3: Okay.
0: Yeah. Then again,
2: U.S. presidents are a, are a shortfall in my knowledge base. You did very well. You knew all about Roosevelt. Yeah. Yeah. I know obscure facts about U.S. presidents.
0: <laughs> FDR died two months and 23 days into his fourth term on April the 12th, 1945 from a massive stroke. That was 18 days before Adolf Hitler. That's
3: why, you know, you should never let someone be president for almost 20 years. Right. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> no like, stress,
2: man. Yeah. I, and like after 20 years, they were like, yep, that's it. We, we cannot have this happen again. <laughs> we cannot have a man who's president for almost
0: 20 years. Snapcap fact number 825. Our eyes are always the same size from birth, but our nose and ears never stop growing. Okay, this is something that sounds like it's true,
3: because... I want to say false.
2: Yeah. It, your head grows. Your, your head does grow, and and children in general have eyes that are bigger in relation to their bodies than adults.
1: I don't feel like my nose gets
2: bigger.
3: I don't know. Does breaking your nose count as getting bigger? <laughs> Yeah, it, it gets bigger in one
2: direction, I right? Like as of... you
1: get older, things get smaller. Uh,
2: well, well that is Cardially, a myth. Any man lose. will
3: tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I, I was going to say, they, they have pills for that now, CA. <laughs> That's not what I meant. <laughs> you have to
0: prove that wrong himself, all right? <laughs> oh. That man is a hero.
1: I See last week's that episode? That is not true. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say true for noziness.
2: All right. Well, I'm going to say true based on the on the fact that, like, cuteness is based upon how big eyes are in relation to the body in most situations. Because children have bigger eyes in relation to the rest of their body. Sure, sure. sure. So yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that you grow into them.
0: Yeah.
2: But it's not something I've ever thought about before, how
0: eyes grow. Well, welcome to the Thread Raiders podcast. You're going to be thinking about it now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And TK, real quick, you said false? Yeah, I said false. All right. And the answer is false. Uh, Interesting. So, nose and ears, uh, they're made out of cartilage. Yep. So, uh, while bone, muscle, and fat cells all stop dividing after puberty uh, and slowly deteriorate until you eventually die in your old age, uh, cartilage expands until the day you die, continually grows. So, nose and ears uh, are cartilage, hence they never stop growing. However, for your eyes... Uh, as an adult, <clears throat> uh, your eyes may stay the same because the ocular pits that they reside in are you know, fully grown. But as a child, as your skull gets bigger, your eyes also have to increase in size. So while it is true that children's eyes are, in fact, bigger proportionally than their skull, uh, they will grow into them. Interesting. Yes. That's super and cool. And the eyes grow during that process as well. Makes sense. Now, this is a fun fact... Not the next SNAPCAP fact.
4: <laughs>
2: are, are you sure? Because we can be three for three. Yeah. Graves' disease
0: is actually incredibly common. Uh, it's a, an autoimmune disease whereby your body attacks your thyroid, causing hyperthyroidism. And one of the symptoms that can occur if you're not treated is that your eyes begin to swell to the point that they explode out of your skull. Wow. Yes yeah it occurs in one out of every 100 people and that's the same ratio as psychopathy so that's how popular it is huh and
2: i know many psychopaths but i've never known somebody to have their (laughs) eyes explode
0: (laughs) snapchat fact number 864 taft was the heaviest u.s president at 329 pounds which is 149 kilograms And Madison was the smallest at 100 pounds, or 45 kilograms.
2: Oh, God. I don't know about Madison, but Taft was a massive man. Um, He had to get a new bathtub and everything.
3: Oh, jeez. It's because he got stuck in an iron bathtub.
2: Yeah, yeah, and they had to especially put in the White House a bigger one because the man couldn't fit in the old one. Wow. I can confirm Um, the story. Yeah. (laughs) Jeez. I'm going I'm to say true. I don't know much about Madison, though.
1: Yeah, I don't either. I'm going to say true. Yeah, I'm going with true. Yeah, at least All one right.
0: half of it's correct.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> and the answer is, huh?
1: Oh, I hate <laughs>
0: these. Uh. So, Taft at his heaviest was 350 pounds, more than 329, and at death was 280 pounds, because he had had a successful diet that he was on. Madison was never less than 122 pounds, except if you read the history books, uh, some of the history books say that he was never more than 80 pounds. So this is impossible to know. Weight fluctuates vastly during the course of our lives. It depends on what you are eating. And uh, obviously, people who are heavy tend to go on diets because they want to slim down. And people who are slim try to bulk up. And some of them are more successful than others.
2: Yeah. Yeah, obviously. Huh.
0: Snapcap fact number 1030 Maine is the closest US state to Africa. Let's see. So so Maine is more eastward than Florida,
3: false. but less southernward.
0: Just out of curiosity TK, do you have a state that you think is closer to Africa? Florida.
3: Just drawing a line on a map versus talking about a globe and then it would yeah, it'd still be Florida. All right. And the the Earth bulges at the
2: center, so when you're crossing the equator, it's gonna cause. This is good. <laughs> so delicious.
0: I love it.
1: <laughs> me too, Sam. You're coming back every week. Um, this is your tea time with me.
2: Oh God, I'm thinking about this way too much. Uh, that's so, why I stopped like myself.
1: <laughs> okay,
2: well if you're if you're traveling to Europe from the U S, you actually go northward because it's a shorter trip. I'm going to say false, just because my brain boggles at the question.
1: I'm going to say false.
0: All right. And the answer is true.
1: Oh, so surprising. I spent
0: hours, hours this week, (laughs) measuring various (laughs) random points in the United States (laughs) to various random points in Africa. And I'm so excited to give you all my details. So let's start with the antipodal point. The furthest distance away from Africa that you could possibly get is Oahu. So right away, Hawaii's out of the running. Yeah, because the Pacific is massive. Uh, the easternmost point, which is the correct answer, is Quoti Head Light, which is near Lubbock in Maine. Uh, from Maine to El Bedouza in Morocco, 5,075 kilometers. That is the shortest okay. distance that I was able to find. Um, I also checked Lubbock, Maine to Casablanca, which is slightly further away at 5,146, Lubbock, Maine to Cape Verde, 5,152, and Lubbock, Maine to Gibraltar, 5,170, all points that would be considered relatively as close to America as you could get in Africa. Yeah. Um, now, from a northern point of view, uh, we have to go to Alaska. And so my thought there was, what if instead of traveling from Alaska through the Pacific or Atlantic Ocean, what if you went north, across the North Pole, and came down the other side? And it turned out that that's absolutely ridiculous. Uki Udvik, Alaska, zip code 99723, which is right next to Barrow, uh, to Gibraltar, 7,850 kilometers, measured across the North Pole. Now. This is where things get super-duper interesting.
1: <laughs> Ooh, as if they weren't already. If
0: Puerto Rico becomes a state, then from Puerto Rico to Cape Verde, a, pair of, a set of islands that are right off the coast of Africa, and so they are considered part of Africa, even though they're really kind of in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean, would be 4,611 kilometers. So that would change everything. Huh? Unless you don't consider... The islands part of Africa, in which case it wouldn't change anything because from Puerto Rico to Dakar is 5,234 kilometers, not closer than Maine.
2: Huh. Interesting. And they're definitely part of Africa because they're part of the continent.
0: And for those of you who are wondering, uh, 99723 is not the largest or highest zip code. Uh, 99950 is Ketchikan, Alaska. That's the highest zip code you can get. That is just such an awesome name. Catch a can? Yes,
3: and now I just want to go there.
0: <laughs> to Alaska? Just because you can?
3: Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it leaves itself open to so many puns. <laughs> <laughs> and I have a few people I want to bring with me because they hate puns, and I am slightly shodden for it about that.
0: <laughs> and now we are down to our very last question.
1: Wait, I want to know the score. <laughs> this is very important.
0: Uh, the score is 3-2-1. to two to one.
1: We have to throw TK off. Okay. That's our mission. Okay. Mm. All right. All right. Snapcap fact number 361.
0: The pineapple is a very big berry. Oh, God. I True.
1: A very big
0: berry. A very
2: big berry. Do we Apple- know the definition of a berry Tim- as opposed
0: to a fruit? We do. A berry has three parts, a, uh, an outer skin, a fleshy middle part, and then a centerpiece that holds all the seeds. Oh, yeah. And
2: no, the pineapple is definitely a berry because it doesn't grow on a vine. So it's not fruit. And it's not a vegetable.
1: I mean, Tim Anon from the UK told me the other day that it was indeed a berry.
3: Yeah, yeah. It's, it's definitely a
1: berry. And CA,
3: yeah. so, yeah, this came up once.
1: It did.
3: And I think we both got it wrong under another thing, but it was a we fun did. fact about pineapples.
1: But <laughs> we're no longer going to get it wrong today. today. <laughs> okay. But I don't. I want to kind of hold out because that means DK wins. <laughs>
0: yeah, I'm gonna say uh, true. It's a very big true. berry, definitely. True, are the berry is all right. <laughs> and the answer is true.
1: Yay! Yay! Yay.
0: Of course, it is. We did this two episodes ago. <laughs> yes. It turns out that SnapCap Fact Number Seven Twenty Four is identical—well, not identical, but uh, basically the exact same question uh, as SnapCap Fact Three Sixty One. False.
3: No. <laughs> no.
2: True. <laughs> true. Because
3: <laughs> no, I heard we got it wrong.
0: <laughs> Amazing.
1: <laughs> now Sam's our guest. Okay. <laughs> Congratulations, TK. You won 4,000 rats.
0: That's right. By a score of 4 to 3 to 2, TK is our winner.
1: And I demand a list of all the nerdy names you named them.
3: <laughs>
1: 4,000. Because they all deserve names. You realize I have
3: them. like a bulk of like 400 characters I've made, right? For the <laughs> they're all nerdy names. It's
1: just going kind of like
3: send you a PDF. And one You're of like... them
1: has to be named Minty Tea
0: Cake.
1: Nope. <laughs> 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 And now it's time for
0: What's in the Box?
1: What's in the Box?
0: What's in the Box?
1: That was very good, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> I like it.
0: <laughs> Everybody ready? Yeah, yeah we're ready. <laughs> I just get so excited about it. I things. know.
1: Okay.
0: Okay. i giddy. You have spent over an hour in Paulderade Library pouring over the map they have provided to you. Sadly, the extreme southern end of the map contains the only landmark that you recognize— a unique peninsula shaped like a wilted banana, called Wilted Banana Peninsula. (laughs) Without a library card, you cannot check out the map, and the copy machine doesn't take gold pieces. So you're trapped here, doodling your own version of the map as time cruelly wears down your alertness. While slaving over pen and paper, you make a friend. A young man named Gillum appears to be the kind of teenager who would sneak out of his house in the dead of night to go to a library. He agrees to find you lodging, with space for the Mollies, of course, somewhere in town. (laughs) By the time he returns a half hour later, the fatigue that plagued you earlier is now crushing your very soul. It takes all that you have to thank the lad, and you set off immediately for some rest. Eight blocks away, exactly where the boy said it would be, is a building adorned with the logo on your room key. You deposit Molly and Minnie Mall into the bank of animals already bunked up for the night in the stable beside the tavern known as the Tipsy Cricket, and make a beeline for the front door. From the outside, the building looks like a moderately kept saloon that had additional rooms built on the top floor by a moderately trained construction worker. The closer you get to the front door, the louder the din from inside grows. This doesn't bother you, as at this point, you are so exhausted that you could sleep through a grenade barrage. (laughs) But just as you reach for the knob, a burly, haggard-looking miner smashes backwards through the door and lands on the wood of the porch in a huff. He is immediately followed by what you can only surmise is the equally burly woman who sent him airborne. (laughs) The two roll around on the porch using language unfit for sailors. Too exhausted to care, you leave (laughs) through... I'm sorry, TK, I forgot you were a sailor. That's how (laughs) impressive this language was. (laughs) Too exhausted to care, you leave those two behind and step through the shattered remnants of the front door into a full-blown melee. Dozens of one-time patrons have turned the interior of this facility into an all-out demolition derby. Drunken citizens of all sorts grapple with each other. Haymakers abound as it is clear that not a single one of these people has ever had to defend themselves before. Barely able to lift your feet, you slither your way through the room as fists and makeshift weapons miss your head, in some cases by inches. If you had any energy at all, you would find a casino to press the clearly (laughs) awe-inspiring luck you exhibited in crossing the room to the bar without being touched. The bartender is clearly occupied, sitting on the bar smashing individual shot glasses over the heads of passers-by. As he's about to crash down yet another, you grab his wrist and take his weapon for yourself. Out of retribution, he goes to smash another over your head, but goes toes over tits backwards to his side of the bar when he's cleaned out by a badger that was introduced into the fray by a madman. <laughs> badger, 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 It is well established that badger feces Is worth its weight in gold In this world And so we have to constantly add badgers To keep ourselves in the, in the, in the black <laughs> You reach behind the bar And help yourself to a bottle of rot gut. The first belt goes down smooth But the second glass is interrupted when an oddly well-dressed man in a suit slides his attacker down the bar and onto the floor along with most of the abandoned glassware. As the suited man stands there desperately trying to catch his breath, you snatch up another slightly used shot glass and pour a drink for him too. But as the two of you clink glasses, he is smushed to the floor by a falling body from the balcony above. From your position at the end of the bar, you can see the one last obstruction between you and a cold, lumpy bed. The stairs to the second floor and, hence, to your room, number three, according to the key young Gillum, the library attic provided to you, are covered in a river of bodies. It seems several prostitutes have taken to attacking multiple drunken imbeciles with the business end of their high-heeled shoes. It was then that you noticed a massive wooden chandelier hanging from the ceiling attached to a rope, tied to a hook, right next to where you're standing. With one final pony of whiskey still sliding its way down your esophagus, you grab the rope with your left hand, cut the remainder with your shamshire, and are hoisted into the air, thrown across the room, and land indelicately on the banister overlooking the melee. In the interim, the chandelier crashes to the floor, sending people fleeing towards the edges of the room. You step over the banister onto solid balcony and look down at a sea of now silent faces looking up at you in amazement. Night all, you reply with a wave. You unlock the door to room three and slip inside. There is a single painting on the wall. It's crooked. There is a single wash tub in the corner. It's dirtier than you are. There's a single bed in the room. It's perfect. <laughs> there is a literal rush of wind as you fall into the mattress. The caress of the pillow reminds you of every love you've ever known. Well meaning yet stinky like unkept cheese.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh my
0: god. The last vision you have is clouded by flickering eyelids. It's a box on the end table. It's wrapped in purple wrapping paper. It has a bow and a tag. It says, Welcome to the tipsy cricket. You maul the box with a lazy hand, sending the lid to the floor. You then tip the box over because surely you aren't going to raise your head for anything. My question for you is this. What's in the... <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes. Okay. I want to know what's in all the boxes. See, uh, you seem
0: particularly eager. Do you want to go first this week?
1: I'm always eager. Sam's here. How can I not be uh. eager? <laughs> Uh, Yes, I will go first
0: I didn't mean anything by that, by the way You took that personally, I'm so sorry (laughs) (laughs) I meant eager, like eager (laughs) In the positive sense of the word
1: I'm very excited Excellent (laughs) Inside the box You find a suit But it is a very weird looking suit In the fact that it is all different types of colors Very bright And it's very, uh, it's checkered print Uh, So you got, like, a lot of yellows and pinks and blues. So you would definitely stand out in front of a crowd if you were to wear this.
0: Does the suit have a handkerchief?
1: It does have a handkerchief, yes.
0: Ooh. Fancy suit. Does the handkerchief match the
1: suit? It's not checkered. It's just a white handkerchief.
0: But not stripes, right? Because I I can't abide that.
1: Nope, just white.
0: (laughs) Uh, Does it come with uh,
1: cufflinks? It does not have cufflinks. Does it come with a tie? It does not have a tie. Hmm. Does it have a
2: hat?
1: <laughs> F- sure, <laughs> F- fedora a top hat,
0: fedora or sombrero it's a
1: top hat. No, no, <laughs> it's a top hat.
0: I just want to go on record as saying that I think it's fantastic that the welcoming committee said, "Welcome to our hotel. Here's the suit you're going to be buried in." <laughs> Amazing. Good luck in our bed. <laughs> so if i were to wear the suit uh, uh would anything horrific happen to me
1: so nothing horrific happens to you um however you do see that there on your handkerchief there's a little bit of smudge that matches one of the colors on your suit
0: Ooh! so if i take the handkerchief i lick the handkerchief and
1: because <laughs> you always have to do that
0: <laughs> and i dabble like i move the lapel right and i dabble underneath of the lapel just in case things go badly i can just cover that part up
1: (laughs) so you you lick this handkerchief and then rub yourself with it
0: yes Mm -hmm. that's correct (laughs) (laughs) that is you made it sound dirty but yes that's exactly what i want to do (laughs) i'm sorry i was
2: just gobsmacked my mind went to completely different places
3: no that's not what i meant you're, no, you're licking a back. strange handkerchief and rubbing <laughs> yourself with, uh, all right, I mean, whatever
0: floats your boat. Uh, <laughs> you lick the handkerchief and rub it on that yourself. That is not
1: how I said it. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. That's not how I said it at all.
0: Well, maybe I misheard you. All right. So, yes, that is what I do.
1: So, it turns out uh, it was pink, and so now your handkerchief has a pink smudge on it.
0: So the sons of bitches painted this suit to make it look like the real deal when in fact it's off the rack, isn't it? Oh, this is what I get for coming to a two-star establishment.
1: The question is, what do you do with the smudge?
0: Well, I definitely don't lick it. (laughs) I write, somebody save me near the window so that they can see it from the street (laughs) with the ink from my suit. Um, I yeah, put it rub on the, the table. L- I, there's a yeah. There's right. a table nearby.
1: No, nothing happens. <laughs> <laughs> you should put it on yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: Rub your rub your face with the handkerchief. Right?
1: <laughs> yes.
0: All right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no. Well, face. Do we really want to go face? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go face. I always go for the face. You heard the man. He rubbed himself <laughs> in the face. What happened to him? Is it awful? It's awful, isn't it?
1: <laughs> you rubbed Sam in the. No, face?
0: Sam rubs himself in the face. He was very clear about that.
1: <laughs> Stop I'm just saying, like saying it we're like we're that. Like, What's going on? It's okay.
0: You can rub my face. I
1: give you permission. Where on the face are you? Nose. End of the
2: nose. Yeah, of course. End of the nose. Okay. Or on the cheeks. So as
1: you rub the nose, (laughs) your original nose disappears and a different nose appears.
0: Ooh. Ooh. A handkerchief of of prestidigitation. (laughs) This suit was worn by a magician, wasn't it?
1: So right now you have more of a feminine-looking nose.
0: Ooh.
2: Okay. And, and does does the rest of the outward appearance change at all? Can I look at like like the rest of my body?
1: Uh, so your rest of your body is fine. It's just where the smudge had been placed on your. I rub
0: his uh, his uh, eyelashes
1: with the yes. same color or well, different one.
0: With the handkerchief, whatever's on the handkerchief.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so now you have really long black eyelashes. Yeah, very feminine looking eyes, but the rest of you appears the same.
2: And and you said there's different color smudges? There are, yeah. Yeah. Is there like a blue smudge?
1: There is a blue okay. smudge. Okay.
2: Can, can I rub a blue smudge all over my face?
1: <laughs> you can. <laughs> is it blue man group? So you... <laughs> no. <laughs> no. It's not. No. <laughs> is it like the guy from As Arrested to... <laughs> Development?
0: There's like blue handprints all over the <laughs> That's room? That's what I
1: just thought. <laughs> so when you rub it all over your face, you appear to be like an elderly man. And you have all of these really intricate blue symbols, almost like a mage would have on your face. But you're completely unrecognizable.
2: Ooh. Mm. This is like a
0: suit of disguise.
1: Yes. You got it. Wow. That's exactly you what You know it what the is. problem is? Nice.
0: When you go to turn in your key in the morning, they're going to charge you for the extra person who stayed in the room. <laughs>
3: they,
2: they are. <laughs> but
0: what I'm going to do is I'm going to rub the pink all over my
2: face and hope that I can, like, while my way. Pasta. <laughs> I'm
4: sure you, you are wouldn't beautiful. charge me, sir.
1: You, know? <laughs> you look like a geisha. Yeah, you know. Very lovely. I know. Buckle your lips like this. I, I,
2: I'm I'm picturing I look like one of the soldiers from Mulan, and it's just <laughs> I'm all painted up, but I still am distinctly a man.
0: Well, that's gonna be tough to beat. TK, what do you think?
3: Uh, in the box. Uh, you're all dressed up. You open the box again. You're like, huh? Oh, it's just near It looks like a uh, belt, almost a sashy kind of belt. But
0: now you know. Just kind of sitting in the box. You know how CA feels about pirates. We're not going back there, right?
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not pirates.
0: So it's not a swashbuckling yeah. belt. It's some other kind of sash belt.
3: Yes, there's little like uh, there are four kind of danglies on it of. Uh,
1: oh, I love There's a danglies. gold ball
3: and threads <gasps> hanging off Love the ends. Balls. Ooh, Is it like Ooh, a belt I of belly dancing? Waist.
1: Yes. Uh, ding, ding, ding,
3: ding. When you put it around
0: your waist, <laughs> you begin to float <gasps> off the ground.
1: Ooh. Hey guys,
0: look. I'm floating. Just kind of doink on your nose and you kind of float out the window. Uh... <laughs> 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 Are we sure this isn't a bun, but you just couldn't think of that one? <laughs> no, it's a belt. It's actually an item I
3: got introduced to my Monday campaign. A belt of levitation.
1: Now can I fly or am I do I just float forever? Oh you can back? fly.
3: You can okay. control where you go. Uh, if you take off the belt and pull the golden balls, it becomes a full magic carpet.
1: Good. I was concerned it was a Dursley situation. Sorry, you lost Ooh, me I at a pull carpet. the balls. Um. (laughs) (laughs) TK you're so good to me
3: (laughs) and uh, this is not just any magic carpet this is a magic carpet with a bad attitude towards anyone who tries attacking you Uh, those uh, golden threads fire out poison
0: darts to anyone who means you harm
1: I'm still stuck on my balls become carpet
0: (laughs) and while you're lying on the ground he tussles your hair with his tassel
1: yes Oh, my this goodness. Fantastic. <laughs> 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 All right, Sam. What is in your box?
2: Also in the box is a small Ooh. brass ring with Ooh. a uh, tiger's eye
0: stone on it. The stone the tiger's eye or an actual tiger's eye inside of a stone? Because this has come up before. The
2: like orangey and browny stone tiger's gotcha. eye? Gotcha. Yeah.
0: Okay.
1: Is it? like vibrant or does it appear to be shiny it, it's it's relatively shiny
2: it's a it's a brass ring and the tiger's eye seems to be in the middle of like a carving of a cat does it
1: come with a smiegel
2: it does not <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes uh, it doesn't have a smiegel does it have writing on it?
2: it 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 does it says on the inside it says put me on and uh, embrace your curiosity
1: Oh, Griswix, this doesn't say anything mm. at all. You should try this out. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh my. I'm gonna,
3: I totally agree. It seems like a good idea.
1: It does. As i, I mean, back away,
3: back out of the room slowly.
1: I mean, I already have <laughs> balls, and <laughs> Sam already has the suit of disguise. It's your turn.
0: So does it match my tiger's eye brooch? Because uh, I don't want to <laughs> clash if I'm going to be found dead.
2: Surprisingly, they're the exact same shade and hue. They they yes. they,
1: they match. Just <gasps> right, motivates nicely. me. Lick and stickers. Lick and stickers.
0: I yeah. I put on the ring. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs>
1: Last as time as you put on the ring, so... <laughs> your
0: perspective
2: suddenly shifts, and you suddenly feel a lot shorter than you were before. Oh no! We, what's Do happening we... now? <laughs> uh, as, as you as you try and talk, <laughs> y- yeah, you you're talking. Nothing comes out of your mouth other than mew, mew, mew. <laughs> he it's I think Grizz is a cat
1: <laughs> You're a cat. <kid. gasps> Did he become a kitten Gri-
2: Grizz is indeed <laughs> a cat
1: <laughs> Are he, Is it like a fluffy kitten
2: uh, What what kind of cat Do you want to
0: be Grizz uh, A lynx Are you a kitten Something You're manly. a
1: baby lynx
0: yeah, No ferocious foaming at the mouth Oh I'm a Let's kitten I have to be a baby kitten Baby
1: lynx forever <laughs>
0: <Yes>. <laughs> I would like to be a Cheshire kitten
1: I pick you up and squish you to my face. Oh. Excellent.
0: Same size grin, but everything else no, is smaller. No, I'm rubbing your belly. Uh huh.
2: And and, <laughs> and and as you're picked up, you see the box on the corner of the table, and you get an insatiable urge to push it off the table. Oh. If was, this was a game, Guess this would be going? where you'd make your you will going? save.
1: Stop, the... with me. Stop with me. Stop.
3: And this is this is why I left the room, and I'm just slowly walking away. I was like, nope.
1: I saw, this, I saw this
3: movie. Oh, I know how it ends. The cat hits the nuke. <laughs> oh, no. I don't like
0: discussing my urges in public.
1: You're so cute. <laughs> Let's get a little Griswick Scholar.
0: Amazing. I'm obsessed with the tassels on your belt, boy. Let me tell you. Oh, yep. Definitely.
1: Oh, no. The, All right, the, you should do- <laughs> the
3: belt just, like, flicks and Grizz goes flying. <laughs> <laughs> but I land on my feet because I'm a cat. I, you do.
1: I put. I'd take like a smudge and change you to a whole different kitty. <laughs> you're, you're like a cheetah now. <laughs> I'm one great. of those
0: hideous naked cats that have no fur. <laughs> i take you everywhere. Just shivering in the corner, freaking out. <laughs> oh, God.
1: I really like that. Now my interest uh, in the
0: box is about warmth. Yep.
1: <laughs> can you be like any kitty you want to be? Or it just happens to be this one?
2: Uh, you can be any cat you'd like to be. Um, but there, there is there is a downside, of course. Oh, because um, this of course, a mouse, I think. is a ring of <laughs> curiosity. So, uh, you see any unusual object or location, you get the undeniable urge to investigate it. Oh, uh,
1: this is dangerous. Yeah, while yes. you're in
2: your cat form, you are invulnerable to all damage, except for when you are investigating something.
0: I'm not sure what oh, curiosity no. would do to a cat, but it can't be good. <laughs> I, I don't. I, That's actually yeah. really See,
1: good. I like you that think about it. Yeah, it's like a catch twenty-two. Mm. Yeah.
0: So the
3: that book you guys have, the Fred book, just want you to know right now. Currently, the pages are like, "I'm the satisfaction that brought Grizz back," because
1: <laughs> obviously, <laughs> we're gonna
3: need we're gonna need the resurrect Grizzwick. So it's writing a resurrection spell right now. Huh. I am so instituting that in a
0: one-shot. Cool. Awesome. Wow. Well, I think it's unanimous. Manicure, pedicure, kitty cat clause. Sir oh. Sam's a <laughs> lot has won it this week.
3: Oh. Yeah. Well done. Woo-hoo. Sam, you've now uh, given me an idea for another TPK theater one-shot.
0: Oh, nice. Somebody tweet Mets Girl. <laughs> yes, Mets
1: Girl. I'm on it.
3: We are controlling transmission. All
0: right, well, now it's time for us to wrap this up. November the 30th to the 2nd, PAX Unplugged in Philadelphia.
1: Yes. 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 That's like, well, it won't be nine days. that
0: will be a week from when this episode drops.
1: Yes. It'll be a week from now. Oh, I can't believe it's almost here. It came by so fast. I know. It's insane. Come hang out with us. It's going to be amazing. We're going to be hanging out some Thread Raider bracelets, and I have some Thread Raider t-shirts that we're going to be supporting. I'm very excited. It's your
0: last chance to see Gritty.
1: Yes, I will be cosplaying as Gritty, the famous Flyer's mascot. <laughs> mm-hmm. So if you like fluffy Muppets, come see me. I'll great. be in a
3: kilt. Ooh.
1: Yes. TK's gonna be wearing a kilt. You've determined your clan colors and time. stuff.
2: Or or is this a a color colorful kilt or
3: a uh, standard tartan. Standard tartan. With a uh
2: sparan. Okay. Okay, awesome. And are are you are you wearing it traditional style, Sans underpants oh, yeah. or? I'm Scottish. Okay. Excellent.
0: <laughs> In all fairness, Sam, I've never heard anybody say, wow, that killed is bland. That's not a thing. <laughs> yeah.
3: Uh, I'm, i am have a shirt I'm making that will have be have my Twitter handle on it and my name. And bright pink. I'm wearing thread raiders <laughs> <laughs> under at Kenthos eighty eight. Awesome. And hot pink.
1: <laughs>
0: This is glorious.
1: You can't miss it. You'll be easy to pick out in the crowd.
0: Yes. December the 28th, 2018, Best of Thread Raiders Countdown. We will be off that week. That will be episode 40. And so we're going to be doing a highlight reel where we uh, do the top 75 highlights from this year's shows, uh, going all the way back to show number one. Uh, For those of you who are interested in participating... Uh, We are accepting audio files with people saying number five, number 12, number 82, not 82. We're only doing 75. Number 75. (laughs) And if you contact me on Twitter, uh, let me know where you're posting the file to one of the free hosting sites. Or you can also send it to us uh, in our Google Drive. Uh, Just contact me on Twitter and I'll let you know how to do that.
1: Nice. Yeah, sounds cool.
0: It will be nice to have a week off
1: be nice to listen to this episode too. I'm looking very forward to it.
0: I mean, twice in my
3: office, people have thought I was dying when I was listening to the podcast. <laughs> Amazing.
1: Just saying porta plank, who says that? <laughs> <laughs> it's a porta
3: plank. <laughs> <laughs> and it can grow to any size.
1: Yes. Uh, that's something I say. <laughs> oh,
0: uh, January thirty sixth, Magfest.
1: Yes, Magfest
0: Start off New Year Right. Twenty four like coming hours out and hanging by the river.
1: Of gaming for four days straight. I'm so hyped about it. As I am every year. Uh, nobody's going to it. <laughs> except for me Mm -mm -mm. (laughs) however if you do listen to this podcast and decided hey this would be the place i want to go you should come hang out with me i'll have a great time a lot of chiptune concerts also there a lot of djing there's a museum that you can see and you have tabletop gaming video gaming larping all in one building so come hang out and
3: you can watch ca play uh pinball
1: (sighs) i don't think anybody wants to see that it gets kind of competitive with myself just saying (laughs) (laughs) yes there is saturday night i do play medieval madness (laughs) because they have it every year uh for about like six hours until i beat whoever score is on there so it's a good time (laughs) also so everybody knows i have got my airbnb for gen con so I am officially going this year. So if you're going to be a Gen Con, I know last year I met with about like 50 people <laughs> from the Twitterverse. <laughs> so uh, we're also thinking about getting a room, also Thread Raiders and Tabletop Loot together uh, so that we can all get together and hang out and not be rushed and we can play games and things like that too. So looking forward to that.
0: Gen Con will be August 1st through the 4th, mm-hmm. uh, 2019. Uh, is it still in Indianapolis?
1: It is, yes. Nice. Mm-hmm. And they added another hotel.
0: And six more food trucks. Yes.
1: <laughs> and flying cupcakes will be there. <laughs>
0: and real quick, Samuel, what do you got coming up this week? Anything exciting?
1: Um, This
0: week, uh, we've got, got a new episode dropping on Monday, as
2: we always do. Um, that's episode of what? The Beholders? Of Beholders Eye.
0: Yeah. Nice.
2: Nice. Um, Yeah. Uh, very excited. I think this is a good one. Um, I was super excited when I finished editing it the other day so and this yeah.
1: is um on itunes also
2: this is on itunes google play stitcher spotify <coughs> um iHeartRadio just accepted our application i think Yay! oh that's cool nice Very
1: cool
2: yeah um basically anywhere a- anywhere you can find a podcast I-, I actively work on getting us there um and if not tweet us at uh beholders ipod and uh, tell me that i'm not there and i will find a way to get the podcast on there. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah uh other than that not a ton coming up um we we don't have any events or anything mostly just the podcast so
0: and with that ladies and gentlemen thank you so much for listening to our show we hope that you enjoyed it i also want to thank our special guest host sir sam's a lot And our sponsor, Tabletop Loot. Uh, For those of you who are looking for some great Christmas gifts this year, uh, please consider Tabletop Loot and use the code Raiders while you're there uh, to get 15% off of your uh, uh, checkout. And if you enjoyed our show, if you could give us a tweet, that would help us to spread the word. And for those of you who are interested in more information about the Thread Raiders, you can check us out on ThreadRaiders.com, where we have links to all of our social media properties, including Facebook, Discord, etc., etc., etc.